Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get three magazines mailed to you before they hit newsstands, including our legendary summer edition. And you get a year of access to Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming service where you can watch thousands of live Texas high school events, including hundreds of live Texas high school football games. It's all part of a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscription. Get your today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Get on up with Dark and Bold from Community Coffee. Look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment or medications if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Visit BeWellTexas.org. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by BCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit vcrnow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show with internet. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you'll show us the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She is Ashley Pickle. Hi, friends. Happy game day. Happy game day, folks. Um, it is game day. We made it. Today is Thursday. Where my calendar go? It oh, is Thursday. Thursday, October. Oh, there 12th. it is. October 12th. Thank you. It moved. October 12th, 2023. 42 days to Thanksgiving. Six weeks from today, we won't be here because we will be celebrating the best day of the year. I'll be in St. Louis. Pickle will be in parts unknown. We I'm won't here. be here I'm six hosting. weeks from now. You'll be here. She's no. going to work. She's going to do a show. No, no, no. I'm hosting Thanksgiving, she not she's hosting, she's hosting show. the show. You heard it here first. Hold her to it. If y'all show up, I ain't going to be here. <laughs> uh, six weeks from today, Thanksgiving. Let's go. Uh, make sure you get into that. Uh, so uh, uh, anyway, um, oh, whose birthday is it? I'm sorry. You got, uh, I got derailed by getting too excited about six weeks from Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, happy What's birth- new? <laughs> happy birthday to Huge Ackman. Happy mm-hmm. birthday to Huge Ackman. Correct. Am I, am I pronouncing that right? Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Huge Ackman. Uh, it is episode 1,670. On today's show, folks, big old show. Big old beefy 
boy. No. Baby Stop. Billy's Bible Bonkers show. I have a friend who's being Baby Billy for Halloween. Baby Billy's Bible Bonkers. <laughs> uh, top 10 Texas Tech football games of the week. Then we'll be joined by the head coach of the unbeaten San Antonio Harlandale Indians. Coach Albert Torres will join us. We'll talk a little bit of Indians football as they get ready for a showdown with Alamo Heights. Then back half the show, the picks, my high school football predictions for week Eight of the Texas high school football season, plus a lot of other fun nonsense along the way. Do we have first four through the door, we Mademoiselle? Sure do. It was Nick Morton, Tony Blaylock, Alberto, and Daniel Agnew. Welcome in, fellas. Howdy, friends. Thanks for spending a part of your day with us. We appreciate you. We know you have many choices when it comes to your lunchtime entertainment, and we're thankful that you choose to spend it with us, I suppose. So we can geek out over Thanksgiving. Yeah, so we can talk about food. All right, Pickle. Week 8 of the Texas high school football season has arrived. Uh, it is in full force. I don't know if you noticed, kind of chilly this morning. Yeah. Uh, Actually kind of chilly. We noticed last night I was outside grilling and the wind was insane. I was like, man, this is it's it's moving in. Mm-hmm. It's football weather right now. And that means there's football games tonight and tomorrow and Saturday, many of which you can watch on TexanLive.com. But regardless... Let's roll out my top 10 Texas high school football games of the week, starting with what I think is the main event. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think I'm going on a limb here. It is the number two Columbus Cardinals taking on the number four Hitchcock Bulldogs. Live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. That's right. Let's go. You can watch it live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live as Columbus takes on Hitchcock. We'll talk, we've talked a lot about this game. We'll talk more about it in the picks. Um, I will just tell you that I think this is real gut check time for Hitchcock's fronts. They're going to have to match up against Columbus's fronts because those are menacing. But it's also gut check time for this Columbus defense. Defense, which has been good, been very good, mm-hmm. but they're about to get the test of the year when Lloyd Jones at third and Damian McDaniel and Bryce Dorsey and Kelshawn Johnson uh, come rolling in. Uh, huge game. I, I will say this. I think it is a big, big advantage for Hitchcock to be at home. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big advantage. Hitchcock. That's beat, not a light trip either. Oh, no. Oh, absolutely. Hitchcock beat Columbus last year. In Columbus, now Columbus, the number two team in the state, looking to return the favor at Hitchcock. This is box office, box office stuff here uh, between Hitchcock and Columbus that you can watch live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. I know you're going to have that one pulled up on your laptop on Texan Live. And get... Live look-ins. I don't mind spoiling this. Oh, no, we're gonna have the do. whole. We're gonna have the whole. The whole rundown on WTF later today. Yes. But live look-ins on Dave Campbell's Texas Football tonight, which means you can watch this game for free. Mm-hmm. Seven thirty p.m. Friday night. TexanLive.com and, and YouTube. And to do a teaser, that is one of three games that we're going to be doing live look-ins on this list right here. There are three of that. these games that we're going to be doing live look-ins, so there has never been a week more to watch Dave Campbell's Texas football tonight. Let's go to Austin. I think a game that I don't know why it's flying under the radar, but it's flying under the radar is the number 22 Dripping Springs Tigers take on the number four Austin Westlake Chaparrales mm-hmm. in a huge District 26-6A matchup that is, I mean, Drip is still going to have to deal with Lake Travis. 
Um, but uh, in fact, they play Lake Travis uh, next week, so they get the two for here. Yep. But here is their opportunity to really send a message. We haven't talked a ton about Westlake, basically outside of the Lake Travis game, and and ho hum, they've kind of mauled through people and beaten the teams that they that they're supposed to. We haven't talked almost at all about Dripping Springs, but I'll tell you that Galen Zimmerman's ball club. Uh, we thought that when that losing Austin Novosad mm. uh, was going to be a big deal for them. Um, and look, they're five and one. Their one loss on the year uh, is back in week one when they lost to Vandegrift, uh, who is also state state ranked, ranked top five team in the state. Yep. Uh, but they have gotten their wheels back on. The offense has found a, a, a new quarterback in Maddox Ma- Ma- Maddox Maher. But I think what has been really impressive is the running game. Jack Tyndall leading the way, and their defense allowing just eleven points per game. What happens when they take on Jack Kaiser and this Austin Westlake attack? Plus, can they find a way through? has been one of the one is always one of the best defenses in Texas in the Westlake Chaparral. Fascinating game there. Drip and Westlake. To DFW we go. The all narrative bowl in 5A Division II as the number two Frisco Emerson Mavericks go on the road to number 10 Argyle. And this is all narrative. Okay. This is a moment for Frisco Emerson, the biggest game in program history as they go on the road to Argyle. They're undefeated, but how how tested are they? This is their final exam when they go on the road to Argyle. It's an Argyle team that started off real slow, started off 0-2, but they bounced back. Defense has been really strong all year, led by linebacker Bud Petter, and I think their offense starting to get rolling against John Cayley. Big test for the Argyle defense going up against Michael Hawkins, Izzy Bills, Kylan Evans. This is a high-flying Emerson attack. How does Argyle defend the home turf? Fascinating game that I honestly, I just don't know how to call it Mm -mm. because there's such a disparity in pedigree. Like the pedigree, if this game comes down to pedigree, it's not close. Mm -hmm. Argyle wins this game in a romp. If this game comes down to like... If, if Emerson, I think the first quarter is going to be really important for Emerson. Mm-hmm. Hang in this game because Argyle is going to want to come out and land a knockout blow immediately. I think the first quarter is really important. Huge game, Emerson and Argyle. Let's go a little bit off the board. In Johnson City, as a matchup of 6-1, and one, Johnson City takes on Tell Your Children About 6-0 and o Mason. This rocks. Um, hey, guys. Um... Mason bike? Mm-hmm. Mason might be back, y'all. Man, I'm telling that win against Wall was all I needed to to really seal the deal on Mason. They look good. And the thing about them is that they're just doing it in old school Mason Mason fashion. way. Okay, the defense is supremely talented. Mm-hmm. Okay, giving up ten, they've given up 61 points in ten in six games. Mm-hmm. Okay, their defense has been outstanding. And they're running the stinking ball with Sutton Salario and Ryan Todd. They're just lining up and grinding it out. This is a like we've we've like they they have bad years mm-hmm. by going like nine and three. Yeah, the past couple of years. This is Mason of like 2017, 2018. But they're back if if they can go on the road against Nelson Cortes's Johnson City Eagles, a real a real kind of under the radar Johnson City team that's six and one on the year. Their one loss came back in week two when they lost to Thrall, which is a win that a loss that has aged pretty well because mm-hmm. Thrall's off to a really nice start. They are offensively dynamic. They have got 
plenty of playmakers, but they are going to try to keep it on the ground uh, with uh, guys like Colton Bonnet. They can throw the ball a little bit. Their dual threat quarterback, McCray Jacobs, is a playmaker. This is a fun matchup that might be flying under your radar. Mason and Johnson City. Let's go up to the top in the middle. Go up to Panhandle. In Panhandle America, as the Stratford Elks, the number five team in the state of Texas, take on the Panhandle Panthers in what is the Dudes Rock Game of the Week. I need to start calling one of these the Dudes Rock Game of the Week. Why? Because this quarterback matchup is fun as heck. Fun as heck. I don't mean to curse, but it's fun as heck. You got Bryce Braden, the linebacker slash quarterback for Stratford, who is like... Inject that straight into my veins. Just a wrecking machine. Like last week, he like threw for 200, ran for 100, and had 20 tackles. Like that's just every week for Bryce Braden. He rocks. And Broxton Robinson, the quarterback for Panhandle, a, a team we haven't talked a ton about. 453 yards and seven touchdowns last week against an unbeaten Amarillo Highland Park squad. Keep an eye on this game. This is a fun matchup between two great quarterbacks in Stratford and Panhandle. Then, let's go to the big country. It's a great week in the big country. As the 4-2 and two Lubbock Cooper Pirates go on the road to take on Abilene for what I believe is going to be for the District 2 5A Division 1 crown. Abilene off to a 5-2 and two start. They have two non-district losses, both to 6A programs in Midland Legacy and to Wolforth Friendship. Two, two losses that I think are going to age pretty well, but they have been romping ever since, and I love the way that this I love the way that this offense has really started to hit its stride. I think the, the, the War Eagles are starting to really kind of stretch their legs, and what I, what the Warbirds rather, are really starting to stretch their legs. Uh, I think that, that you see Braden Henry, uh, Bam Rayshaw has really gotten going, and this quarterback, Dylan Slack, is starting to grow into the role. Here comes Lubbock Cooper. We know what Lubbock Cooper is about. They are about defense, and that defense has been very good for the most part all year long. Uh, the question for me about this Lubbock Cooper team is going to be, can they contain the running game for this uh, for this Abilene team? But the defense has been excellent, and uh, they've got a couple of playmakers. Uh, they've got a couple of playmakers on, on their side that I'm interested to see how the Abilene team at home there at Shotwell handles them. Huge game there, Lubbock Cooper and Abilene. We've always talked about the Lubbock Cooper offensive line being huge. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you from a person who saw them, it's jarring yeah. how big they are. They're like big. Gibson Pyle has all not Gibson Pyle, uh oh goodness, what's his name? Oh, that's going to kill me. The Abilene offensive lineman? No, 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 the Lubbock Cooper offensive lineman. He's been there forever. Uh Holden Holden Hendricks. Yeah. They are unbelievable up front. Yeah. They're big. It's going to be up there. They're going to mash it there in at Shotwell. A uh, huge game for District Two Five A Division One. Let's go to the Alamo City. It's another. There's two hot spots mm-hmm. in the in in Texas this week. One is in is in Abilene, and one is in San Antonio. Yeah. As a top as as a uh, a, a District Twenty Eight Six A showdown between unbeaten San Antonio Reagan and unbeaten San Antonio Johnson in the Stone Oak Super Bowl. And this is going to be fun to watch there at Hero Stadium. Uh, Reagan's got a really fun offensive core, running back Cole Pryor. Uh, and then I love what they've done at quarterback. Brad Jackson has tr- uh, transferred in from Cy Creek. He's a four-year starter. He's tr- served three years at Cy Creek. 
family moved to San Antonio, and he's been a, a real a real kind of revelation for them at quarterback. What they did was they took the really good quarterback. They moved him, Caleb Capuccio. They moved him out to wide receiver, and he's their leading receiver. Like they've got playmakers all over the field. And by the way, they've pitched three straight shutouts, taking on a San Antonio taking on a San Antonio Johnson team that's probably run through the tougher part, probably the business end of the district schedule so far, uh, which is a big reason why they're there. But and why it's kind of impressive that they're undefeated. The original, he got that dog in and player of the week in mm-hmm. Ty Hawkins uh, at quarterback, but it's him, it's King Johnson, it's Bubba Johnson. This team's this team's full of playmakers. I'm really excited for Johnson and Reagan. I'm going to be keeping a very close eye on that game down the Alamo City. Then, let's bounce out to Winsboro. Another matchup of unbeatens. This one in 3A Division One as the Winsboro Red Raiders. Welcome in the Pottsboro Cardinals, both at 6-0, and uh, and looking for what will probably be, yeah, it's a district championship game. I don't yeah. want to, I'm, I'm not going to fart around. Like, yeah. yeah, you know, Commerce could have something to say about it. Yeah, maybe Mineola figures it out, but like, or Mount Vernon, but no, I, this is for the district championship. Yeah. Th- this Pottsboro team is interesting um, because... I do think that they are a. I think there's a real argument to be made right now that this Pottsboro team, especially on the offensive side, is a year early because they've got a lot of young playmakers that I really like. They're they're bouncing between a bunch of quarterbacks, um, uh, specifically uh, uh, Caden Humphrey and uh, and Kyle Trulock. But make no mistake, what they're about is running back Major McBride. Mm-hmm. He's already over 1,400 yards on the year, 26 touchdowns in six games yep. on the ground. Are you kidding me? And by the way, he has a receiving touchdown as well. They're going to keep it on the ground, and they are going to grind you down. It's really intriguing to see how they match up with Winsboro, which is a team that we also know what they're about, and it's quarterback Kyler Finney, mm-hmm. coach's kid who has been spectacular. A 1,000-yard passer already. Uh, he has got, uh, and he's thrown for 14 touchdowns against zero, zero interceptions, taking extremely good care of the football. The question for me is going to be, who can break through what has been two very good defenses? Winsboro's defense has been elite. Mm-hmm. Pottsboro's defense has been very good. Which of these defenses stands up in this showdown here in Winsboro? You can find out live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. What? Incredible. James Tritley on the call. Finally, not finally, we got two more to go. Back to the San Antonio area. We're going to talk with the head coach of the Harlandale Indians uh, coming up here in just a moment as the undefeated San Antonio Harlandale Indians welcome in the uh, the undefeated and state-ranked Alamo Heights Mules. And I am really intrigued by this 14-5A Division II matchup. Uh, two teams that I think have a, uh, have a real claim to being the best team in District 14-5A Division II. So Alamo Heights... It entered the year as the favorite. They've looked nothing short of dominant to start the year. Uh, I love what they bring on the offensive side. This team is putting up points in a, in a way that they they kind of haven't in in the uh, in the past years. I, I want to say they're giving up or they're scoring fifty eight points a game. One of the most explosive offenses in Texas high school football, and a big reason why is uh, is what they are doing on the ground. Uh, their their dual threat quarterback uh, Carson or Colin Ernst has been incredible, but they've got another running back in Michael Terry, the junior, who's been a real revelation for the Mules. Their offense is humming. Taking on a Harlandale team that at uh, that is undefeated technically, 
uh, they do have a loss on the field. They lost in Week One to San Antonio Veterans Memorial, but that game was vacated because of a uh, because of an ineligible player. But make no mistake, their defense has been their calling card, and they have got. Uh, a really fun quarterback in Jacob Salcedo. Their quarterback has been fun, and a great running back in Zion Molina. This is a senior-laden ball club, and I'm interested to see how they match up against Alamo Heights in what will probably be for the District 14 5 Division II crown. And finally, let's go to McKinney as the number 13 McKinney Lions welcome in rival Allen. Live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. You're darn right it's live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. We haven't talked a ton about Allen in recent weeks, but they have quietly, quietly gotten their wheels on. It hasn't always been pretty, but Allen is 4-2. They've won four straight, and a big reason why is that their defense has shored things up. Now, part of it is that the, is that the schedule lightened up. They ran through DeSoto, C.E. King, and Martin in the first three weeks uh, and gave up around 40 points a game in those games. But their defense has shored up, and I do think that they have started to settle in to what they want to do offensively. They've they've also been a real second-half team. They've gotten these past couple weeks against Prosper Rock Hill and Denton Braswell, two teams that I think threatened to kick them out of the playoffs. They were close at halftime, blew them out in the second half. I think they figured out a quarterback in Brady Bricker. I think that they've got a, a running back in Amir McDowell, and they're going to be a team to keep an eye on going forward. But this is the real test for McKinney, and we'll find out everything we need to know about McKinney this week. This is the big game. They get they get um, they get Allen at home. This is the game they want to have. Uh, they want to get. They, they've kind of bounced between a couple of quarterbacks and Jeremiah Dowd, the sophomore, and God's power. Juan Wehi, the the transfer from North Garland, South Garland? Mm, I think it was South Garland. One of them. Yeah. Uh, But they are also, uh, they're, they're running the ball pretty well. This is, and their defense has been excellent all year long. They've given up a grand total of 73 points in their first six games. McKinney, you have this stat. When's the last time McKinney beat Allen? 1999. McKinney is coached by an Allen guy and Marcus Shavers. This game means a lot, a lot more than just the District 5-6A standings. This game means a ton here. Allen and McKinney live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. Of course, you can watch the biggest games, the biggest moments live for free everywhere. Dave Campbell's Texas Football tonight, Friday night, 7.30 p.m. on TexanLive.com and on YouTube. There they are, my top 10 Texas high school football games of the week. Make sure you check all that out. Uh, we're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com, TexasFootball.com, where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football recruiting, all across the Lone Star State. Pickle, can we roll out the Dot Roadshow game of the week, if you don't Absolutely. mind? Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about our friends at TextDot. The Dot Roadshow is going to be uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football is proud to partner with Dot this season as they roll the Dot Roadshow into some of the biggest Texas high school football games across the state. Be sure to look for the Dot Roadshow at this week's game, Midland Legacy Welcoming in Odessa Permian. Uh, fans can participate in VR experiences, interactive video screens, quizzes, giveaways, and much more. TxDOT reminds fans to be careful on the road and follow the speed limit. Slow down when there's heavy traffic, road construction, or bad weather, and always buckle up. Excited for Odessa Permian at Midland Legacy, one of the great Texas high school football rivalries. Tee it up for the 66th time in what's going to be a raucous crowd there at uh, in the tall city. Legacy rolling right now, coming off of a wild win over Wolforth Friendship. Marcos uh, Marcos Davila has been out ex- exceptional. The uh, the Purdue commit. 
Uh, Permian looking to put last week's uh, disappointing loss to rival Odessa behind them and they hope that Justice Lara can really get that resurgent mojo attack Permian leads the series 41-23-1 but Legacy has won the last two and this is one of those throw out the record book type games make sure you're out there at Astound Broadband Stadium Odessa Permian at Midland Legacy for the TxDOT Roadshow Game of the Week between Permian and Legacy and remember drive a safe speed give trucks plenty of space and put away your phone when driving thanks to our friends at TxDOT in just a moment, we're going to talk with the head coach of the Harlandale Indians about their big game coming up against Alamo Heights. But first, let's uh, let these ads wash over us. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, even at home. We provide compassionate, caring support virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas, we're glad you're here. Pickle, we talked about how there's really two real hotbeds of Texas high school football this weekend. One of them out there in the big country in the Abilene area. The other one in San Antonio. And one of the big games going down Friday night in Harlandale is the matchup of unbeatens uh, for what may be the District 14-5A Division II crown. Let's go to the hotline, Pickle. Let's talk with the head coach of the unbeaten Harlandale Indians. We're joined by... Uh, we're, you got, we got him? We're, mm-hmm. uh, we're joined by Coach. Yes, Albert. Gotcha. <laughs> by Coach Albert Torres. Coach, how are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. How you doing? We're doing great. How are things in beautiful San Antonio? It's going all right. You know what? It's it's uh, the weather is getting cooler, so that's a good thing. Oh, absolutely, most certainly. And and uh, the other thing that uh, has been heating up for you guys is uh, is the the Indians. It's good football. You guys are playing right now here at at six and zero on the year. Uh, I'm curious, coming into the season, did you anticipate that this could be the kind of year where you guys really make some noise? Well, you know, you know, last year um, we only had. 
10 seniors mm. on, on the team. And so th- there was a lot of juniors that got a lot of playing experience. And so, you know, we, we talked about it in off season that, that, uh, that this could be a special year if they, if they, they worked hard and had a good off season and, and, it, and it's kind of coming out that way. So we, we, so we have a lot of experience. A lot of players played a lot last year uh, and, and they're doing a good job right now. You know, you mentioned the, those seniors because I, I look up and down your roster, and especially the, the guys that you've really been relying on for uh, to, to playmakers. And it does senior, 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 senior. How important is it? Obviously, these guys have those that type of experience and, and the type of playmaking ability and the knowledge of the scheme. But how important is is that leadership aspect uh, to what you guys have been able to accomplish? You know, one of the things that we always talk to our kids is is that uh, a team is only as good as as uh, especially if, it, if it's you know heavy senior that if it's senior led. You know, and so we we, we constantly uh, allow them to to you know to lead the team. We talk about it, and so it's it, you're right. It's it's important that, that the seniors lead the team, and and uh, you know we're we're, we're we're working on that, and uh, and and so far so good. Talking with Albert Torres, the head coach of the San Antonio Harlandale Indians here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation at hashtag TF Today. Uh, coach, uh, one of those one of those seniors that I want to make sure we, we mention is, is is your quarterback, Jacob Saucedo, and, and a guy who has been really exceptional for you guys. 1,200-yard passer. He's also got eight touchdowns on the ground as well. The, the numbers are impressive. We watched a little bit of tape on him, and he's a, he's a fun player to watch. Uh, what is it about your quarterback, Jacob Saucedo, that makes him special? Uh, well, you know, one of the things is is that he he's got some deceptive uh, mobility. You know, uh, I wouldn't say he's a running quarterback, but but at times he you know he, he's he's shown that that he, that he can run and and he sees, sees the uh, the field well and, and is is pretty accurate. So he he can extend plays, and that's one of the things that that, that has helped us uh, is be, is having that aspect aspect of being able to extend plays and, and find open receivers. Uh, another guy, another senior that you guys lean on heavily on the offensive side is uh, your, your running back Zion Molina, uh, a guy who's averaging right around 100 yards a game. Uh, he's a he's a workhorse for you guys. Uh, what is it? How important is is he and and really the entire running game uh, to what you guys look to accomplish and, and establish each Friday night? You know, and, and it's a little cliche, but you know, we, we try to run a balanced offense, and, and, and Zion allows us to do that. And he and he truly is, you know, uh, one of the two. Top hardest workers on our program has great work ethic, and and uh, I love seeing the success that that uh, that he's having. Uh, but uh, but I'm not surprised because as already works in the weight room and in the classroom, and he's ranked number six in the class uh, as a senior, and so uh, he, he he does just a great job, and uh, and, and we we depend on him a whole bunch. Uh, on on the other side of the ball, you know, your defense has been really strong all year long. You know, you guys have been able to to, to really dominate defensively. On, on on the defensive side, what what on that defensive side has you most excited heading forward into the real hard district play? You know, the the the, the guy that, that we, we we look to on defense, the other guy that that uh, you know is just again hard worker. Great work ethic is is Nico Rodriguez number thirty uh, does a great job on our defense. But I, I would say that the that the, the the really the point that makes them all you know work hard and, and, and get excited is, is they play well together. They 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 uh, they've learned our scheme what we're trying to do and and uh, they ride to the ball. You know because we you look up and down our roster and we don't, we don't have uh, you know what what looks like uh, you know we don't have any D one guys you know but it's just 
bunch of good, hardworking, and get after it in high school football players, and and uh, we enjoy seeing them, you know, play defense, and and uh, they're exciting. Uh, it's funny. There's some teams across the state who haven't played a district game yet. You guys have been playing a. You guys are you guys are about to play your your sixth yeah. uh, because of the ten team yes. district. You guys there fourteen five eight division two. I want to go back to one game that I I feel like you know from the outside was a real inflection point for you guys, which was back in week four where you guys went on the road to Sam Houston and got a thirty eight twenty game uh, win in a game that you guys ran out to an early lead and then Sam Houston came roaring back and 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 very nearly caught you guys from behind, but you guys were able to pull away and get the win. I'm curious, going back to that game, what you feel like maybe you learned about your team from that? Well, one of the things that, that, that and you're right, you know, we, we, we took off, we had a good first first quarter, and uh, Sam Houston being what, what I, I expect, you know, they, those kids worked hard, and those coaches coach hard, and uh, they almost came back, you know, and, and uh, it's... It, we reminded of our kids that uh, you know we we'd been in the situation before you know last year and and uh, you know just keep working your offense keep working your defense keep you know keep grinding away and and good things would happen you know and and uh, and, and I'm I'm glad that they that they stayed poised uh, and that was probably the number one thing is they stayed poised and kept kept grinding and um, we finally had some 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 stops. You know, finally had some some first downs, leading touchdowns, and uh, we we pulled away there there in the fourth quarter. Uh, it's a big one tomorrow night, though, at Harlandale Memorial Stadium in a matchup of unbeaten's as you guys will take on uh, the undefeated and now state-ranked Alamo Heights Mules. Uh, I know you guys have been working on your game plan all week. I don't want you to, to give away any trade secrets, but when you take a look at what you guys are going to be up against tomorrow night against Alamo Heights, I'm I'm curious what what you see. Yeah. Adam Heights, you know, Coach Ritterman does a great job. He's, he's uh, you know, developing a powerhouse over there, you know, and, and uh, they're just it's just a very solid team. You know, I, I know people say that uh, that that they had, you know, a, they're rebuilding. They had a great team, you know, last year. But uh, you look up down the roster and the way they're playing, you know, they're they're, they're not rebuilding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they have just as good as players as they had last year, you know, and uh, they're doing a great job. So they're just a solid team from top to bottom. Any position that you, that you uh, you know you want to you want to talk about, they're they're just very solid, and we're gonna have to play our best. And our, and our kids, you know, uh, we, we talk about the challenge that they have in front of them, uh, and, and look forward to the opportunity. He's, a, he's Albert Torres. He is the head coach of the undefeated uh, Harlandale Indians. Coach, we sure appreciate your time. Congratulations again on such a great start to the season, and uh, go get them tomorrow night. Thank you very much for ha- having me, and uh, go Indians. There he goes. Albert Torres, head coach, the Harlandale Indians, joining us here on Texas Football Today. Uh, they are they are in in a really interesting spot because I think their defense is going to hold them in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the real. What's interesting about this, and I think Step and I talked about it on Tep and Step. They have run through that win over Sam Houston is really important. Yes, because that's a top that's a top half of the district team. Mm-hmm. Their schedule's pretty backloaded. Yes, that they go. Uh, Alamo Heights t- tomorrow night, Burbank, Jefferson, and then the Frontier Bowl against McCollum in the season in the season finale. I think well, I think Step and I described this game. This is a don't fall into the soup game. Mm-hmm. Right now, these two teams are up at the top of the standings. The ten team district is wild and woolly. They're up at the top of the standings. If you win this game, you're almost certainly making the playoffs. You can feel good about it, even if everything goes cattywampus down the stretch. You feel good about making the playoffs. 
you lose this game, especially if you're Harlandale, you fall back into the soup, and then suddenly these games against Burbank and Jefferson and McCollum, and, and God forbid that, that game against McCollum's a big game, right? Mm-hmm. Final Saturday of the, of the season. This is a real, I think there's a huge game for Harlandale, and I think they can do it. I think, like, I think this team is for real, and I think that that defense is for real. That's why I'm really, I'm buying in on them. I think it's a fascinating game between Harlandale and Alamo Heights, and I'm really excited to see what happens there. And I think being at home helps. I think, seriously, being at uh, Harlandale Memorial Stadium helps them as well. So I'm excited to see what Coach Albert Torres and those Indians who we appreciate his time. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Coming up here in just a moment, the picks, my high school football predictions for week eight of the Texas high school football season. But first, why don't we enjoy the majesty of these messages from our partners? Takis is the presenting sponsor of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Sustainability Champions Award, spotlighting influential kids looking to pursue a career focused on the social, environmental, and economic well-being of our future. Be sure to check out this week's Spotlight Game of the Week, where we'll be spotlighting two Sustainability Champions Award winners. Thank you to Takis for your support of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Sustainability Champions Award. For more information, visit TexasFootball.com. Dave Campbell's Texas Football has partnered with the North Texas Honda Dealers to honor community helpers from across North Texas. Texas is fortunate to have so many great individuals that give back to their community in so many different ways. Thanks to the support of the helpful North Texas Honda Dealers, we have an opportunity to shine a light on a few very deserving individuals. Congratulations to this week's recipients of the Helpful Honda Community Helper Award, and thank you for being helpful in your community. For more information, visit TexasFootball.com. Hey, Pickle, do you know how many Texas high school football games are this weekend? Uh, 713. 640. I tried. Here's a few of them predicted in the picks. We're in the home stretch of the 2023 Texas high school football regular season, and the biggest games yet are on tap. These are the picks. Welcome into the Picks, your guide to the Texas High School Football Weekend. My name is Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to week eight of the Texas High School Football season. And there's a chill in the air, and the games are getting bigger and more important. District play is in full swing. There's basically no non-district games left across the state of Texas, so each one of these games matter. Remember, a month from now, we'll be in the playoffs. Think about that. We are coming down the stretch, and these games matter more than ever. There are massive games everywhere you look. We start in Galveston County. 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Bulldog Stadium in Hitchcock. It is a top-five matchup in 3A Division I as the unbeaten Columbus Cardinals visit the unbeaten Hitchcock Bulldogs. What are the keys to this matchup? Key number one, the Bulldogs showstoppers. The skill talent for this Hitchcock team is absurd. At the 3A level, it's borderline unfair. The playmakers they've got on this squad are elite, plain and simple. Quarterback uh, Lloyd Jones III, whether it's wide receiver Damian McDaniel, Bryce Dorsey, Kelshawn Johnson, this team is loaded with playmakers. They have got home run threats everywhere you look offensively, and they 
do just that. Hit a ton of home runs, break a lot of big plays because they are one of the fastest teams in all of Texas high school football. Now the Columbus defense has been very good, led by linebacker John Schobel, but this is different gravy. This is a very different test for this Columbus defense. They need to keep a cap on this Hitchcock team. So will the playmakers for Hitchcock stand tall or will Columbus keep a cap on them? Key number two, Columbus's trench play. So a lot of the attention for Columbus is paid to the Baylor commit, Adam Schobel at quarterback, and he's been fantastic. Or running back Tyvone Whitehead, who's been really strong as well. They've got playmakers themselves that are really fun to watch. But I think the real advantage for Columbus and what makes them so difficult to beat is up front. Guys like Jaden Trapp and Dagan Stevens, they are really good in the offensive and defensive lines. Their trench play is spectacular, and that is a big advantage for Columbus in this game against a Hitchcock team that relies more on speed than it does beef up front. So can Columbus lean on Hitchcock enough to make that trench advantage stand up? And key number three, the rematch. Do you remember how this game went last year? Hitchcock went on the road to Columbus, who was ranked second at the time and unbeaten, and they knocked off the Cardinals on a dramatic last second, fourth down play when Lloyd Jones III hit Damian McDaniel in one of the most unforgettable plays in the Texas high school football season in 2022. It was a signature win for Hitchcock. It was one of the biggest wins in program history. And for Columbus, it was a gut punch, plain and simple. Now, Columbus has an opportunity to return the favor, and Hitchcock has an opportunity to prove that last year was no fluke. That's the new way of doing business. These are two teams with a history, albeit brief, and they are meeting each other when they're both undefeated, both state ranked, both with legit state title aspirations. So, knowing what we know about how last year ended, how does that play into this year's game? Who am I picking? I'm going with Columbus. I think the Cardinals return the favor that Hitchcock paid them last year by going on the road and getting a big win over Hitchcock. I think that Columbus is one of the most complete teams in Texas high school football. The offense, fantastic. Adam Schobel, Tyvone Whitehead, the offensive line. The defense, very strong. That defensive front and a sturdy linebacker in John Schobel. And their special teams is very sound as well. Now make no mistake, Hitchcock is the faster team in this game. Hitchcock is the more explosive team in this game. Hitchcock has got playmakers that are going to set the world on fire. And this has an opportunity to be really fun. But in the end, I think that the Columbus defense is the difference. I think they're able to come up with one or two extra plays to knock off Hitchcock. Give me the Cardinals. Let's go to the Alamo City, 7 o'clock Friday night at Hero Stadium in San Antonio. It's a matchup of unbeatens for what I think is the District 28-6A crown as San Antonio Johnson takes on San Antonio Reagans. A great week in San Antonio. You have no excuse to stay home. Go to one of these games, and I think this is the real headliner at Heroes on Friday night. Reagan off to a fantastic start, undefeated. Defense has not allowed a point in three games. That seems pretty good. And they've got this great offensive core, running back Cole Pryor, wide receiver Caleb Capri and quarterback Brad Jackson off to a fantastic start. On the other side for Johnson, I think they've gone through the tougher schedule so far and come out clean on the other end. And I think a lot of that is their defense, which has been very good. And quarterback Ty Hawkins, one of our very favorite players here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a dual threat dynamo who can do a little bit of everything, could take over this game. In the end, this is a coin flip type matchup. I like Reagan. I think they've got a little bit of a superior defense. So give me the Rattlers. 
Let's bounce up to the DFW Metroplex, 7 o'clock Friday night at Eagle Stadium in Argyle. It is a state-ranked matchup in 5A Division II as the Argyle Eagles welcome in the Frisco Emerson Mavericks. And if you want to talk about uh, a difference in history and a potential changing of the guard, new school versus old school, like this is it, right? This is a huge disparity in pedigree. Argyle, multiple-time state champion. Coach Todd Rogers, one of the very best coaches in Texas. You know what they are. They're a standard bearer. Frisco Emerson is in their second varsity season. <laughs> and yet, they are nouveau riche. They have been fantastic to start the year. Quarterback Michael Hawkins, the Allen transfer, has been absolutely terrific. Izzy Bills, their running back, is a lot of fun to watch as well. And their defense has forced 14 turnovers in, two, in seven games. Watch that space. For Argyle, they got off to a slow start, 0-2 to start the year, but they've really ramped up. Defense has been absolutely fantastic with linebacker Bud Petter leading the way. And I think quarterback John Gailey has grown into the role, and they're starting to hum a little bit. Going to Eagle Stadium is never easy, but I think Frisco Emerson's got a little something special. And I think they've got an opportunity to really take command and say, hey, we are the new power in DFW. I think Emerson comes away with a win. And let's go up to the Panhandle, to Panhandle actually. Seven o'clock Friday night at Panther Stadium in Panhandle, Texas. It is a matchup of unbeatens as the Panhandle Panthers take on the Stratford Elks. It's one of 10 matchups of unbeatens across the state of Texas this week. And I think this one might be flying under the radar, but uh, maybe my most anticipated quarterback matchup of the week. I mean, this game is awesome. I'm really excited to see these two quarterbacks go at it. Broxton Robinson, the sophomore for Panhandle, has been fantastic. Went for over 450 total yards and eight touchdowns last week against Amarillo Highland Park. He has been absolutely fantastic. And Bryce Braden, the linebacker slash quarterback for Stratford, is one of the most fun players to watch in Texas. He is a load and he is a true dual threat in the sense that he can throw and run and also he'll hit you in the mouth on the defensive side. One of the most fun players in Texas. They're going to go head-to-head -head in this one. Stratford's got a big challenge going on the road to Panhandle, but I think they pass it. Give me the Elks. But those are far from the only big games in week eight of the Texas high school football season. Let's get to the lightning round. I like Mason over Johnson City. Give me Corpus Christi, Cal Allen just barely over Alice. And I told you it was a great week in San Antonio. I like Alamo Heights over Harlandale. I like Tidehaven over Wallace Brazos. Keep an eye on Dawson. I think they get a win over Heiko. And give me Edna over Vanderbilt Industrial. I like Granger over Bremont. Give me Monahans over Fort Stockton in a matchup of unbeatens. And give me Alito to keep that district winning streak rolling with a win over Burleson Centennial. I like Troop over Arp. Give me Clyde to stay hot with a win over Jim Ned, and it's one of the great rivalries in Texas high school football. I like Midland Legacy over Odessa Permian. Sneaky game in the Valley, I like Sherilyn Pioneer over Roma. Give me China Spring over Waco La Vega, and Midlothian Heritage keeps rolling with a win over Ennis. Bridgeland takes down Cy Ranch in that wild Cy Fair ISD district. Give me Hereford to get a win over Canyon, and I like McKinney North over Lufkin. Give me Edinburgh Vela over McAllen. I like Abilene over Lubbock Cooper, and are y'all seeing what Palestine Westwood is doing? I think they get a win over Cold Spring Oakhurst. Huge game in Austin. I like Austin Vandergrift over Round Rock. Give me Fort Bend Hightower and a close one over Richmond George Ranch. And Abilene Wiley takes down Wichita Falls Rider. I like Austin Westlake over Dripping Springs. Give me San Antonio Wagner over Bernie Champion. And another huge game in the Little Southwest Conference. I like Wolforth Friendship over Midland. I like Van Alstine over Farmersville. Another state-ranked matchup of unbeatens. I like Winsboro over Pottsboro. And way out west in El Paso, I like El Paso Pebble Hills over Montwood. No 
love lost between McKinney and Allen. I think the Lions get the win. No love lost between Tomball Memorial and Tomball. I think the Wildcats get the win. And I'm riding the hot hand. I think Needville takes down El Campo. Out east, I like Van over center. And up north, I like Holiday over Henrietta. Pearland beats Pearland Dawson in a rivalry matchup. And in our six-man game of the week, I like Klondike over Loop. And those are the picks. What am I wrong about? Which games did I leave out? Leave comments down below. Don't forget that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks for watching. Enjoy week eight of the Texas high school football season. We'll see ya. What is he? Couldn't agree more. That guy drives me nuts with his beard. Beard. Or facial hair, whatever. You, you do not have a beard. Okay, facial You hair. have a slight resemblance of what might be a mustache. Yeah. Maybe. That's not me, though. I'm, as you can tell, I don't have that. That guy, though, he sucks. But I bet he got at least one of those right. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle from America's Second Favorite Segment. Final thoughts. Uh, coming up at 2 o'clock today, Women Talking Football. We're back. We're breaking down the Austin region. We're going to have our friend uh, Corey Mose on, so super excited about that. But we also will be revealing the Week 8 spotlight games for Dave Campbell's Texas football tonight. We mentioned one of them earlier, the biggest game in the state, Columbus and Hitchcock. That's going to be one of them, but a fire list. Um, so come join us at 2. Do you know what I just realized? What? Women talking football, it's WTF. Mm-hmm. Like what the... Yep. Oh. Very much on purpose. Just figured that out. Yeah. Clever. Not to be confused with WFT. No. Washington football team. It's going to do for us. Thanks that. for spending a little bit of a day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to our guest, Albert Torres of the San Antonio Harlandale Indians for joining us. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.